What's up, everybody? Adam here, Blacktop Smack Talk. We're back. We still don't got our full squad, man. All our, sometimes we got guys missing here and there. I don't know why they don't want to be on with us, but hey, man, life goes on, so it's cool, man. But I'm I'm here. That's really all that matters. Unfortunately, I got two comrades with me. Two of my brothers. I got Charlie in the house with the blurry camera. And the man oh, bun bad. looking my like bad working on that. Looking like Aaron Baines. And then I got Sano. Got Sano in the house. Aaron Baines, I like that call out. <laughs> and then big special guest today. Big, big special guest, man. You know, we're excited to have him. One of the best players in America, high school. Uh man, fuck the bias, man. He is the best player in America. Uh Paulo Banchero from O'Day. Sir. How you doing? Hold up, hold up. Man, I'm hot. Ugh. Oh, get that out of here. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> hold up. And I don't got I haven't got a fresh cut, so ugh. Oh my God. Wow, Adam. Wow. I had to get ready. I had to get ready, man. Paulo, man, if you didn't know I'm a I'm a Blanchett alum. Let oh, he had the old day shirt ready. He had it ready. <laughs> Throw it up. I like it. Throw it I up. like it. But yeah, we couldn't Blanch afford a pair like that of Nathan Hale. Otherwise, we'd have some too, right, Charlie? Oh, yeah, right. We didn't have none, <laughs> no gear. Man, it's a, this is a private school conversation, man. You guys got you guys got to chill. Um, man, Paulo, how's it going, man? How's everything your way? Uh, it's good. Just in the house. Uh, got a couple couple weeks of school left. Yeah. Um, and just, yeah, just working out, trying to stay in shape, and just waiting to get news on when we can play. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, I'm, you know, us, you know, us men, you know, the three of us, you know, we hoop, like, in men's leagues and stuff like that, and maybe if we go to the gym and get some shots up. So it, it's hard, like, for us, but I can only imagine for somebody like yourself who hoops every day, you're on, like, you know, you really trying to get in the gym and work because you got – huge aspirations um kind of take us through what the feeling of not being able to hoops like and then the second part to that is like what's a what's a typical day in the life look like for you yeah uh so shoot like during the week uh i wake up at eight go to class till like 12 and then i chill for a little bit and then uh, I'll go work out like at six. Luckily, I got a gym that I can go into. Okay. Get in, so I work out at like six, and then uh, yeah, I come home, finish up if I got some homework. But if not, just I don't know, play two K or something. But <laughs> yeah, that's what I do daily. Okay. Um, you know, weekends, uh, Saturdays I go run, I go run a hill out in Woodenville. Um, Oof. And then uh, yeah, the rest of the weekend I'm chilling. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, we want to just, you know, again, we appreciate your time. Uh, we wanted to sit here and, and take the time to get to know you as a person, man. We're not going to bombard you with, uh, you know, where you going to college or anything like that. You know, we're cool. We want to get to know you as a person. So, man, obviously with the topic of in the basketball world, um, is the MJ documentary. Um, so what are your first, first things like, what are your thoughts after watching it mm -hmm. uh yeah i didn't grow up on michael jordan right uh, you know I, I everyone always heard about him but you know and i watched highlights and all that um but you know i never really got a good real 
end up looking like how he was, you know. And I think this documentary definitely gave everyone a, a, a real look at how he was off the court, you know, how things, you know, weren't always pretty. Right. Um, okay. What's – uh? Yeah, you know, you didn't grow up with MJ. So what's – uh? who would be, I guess, your MJ in your world? LeBron, for sure, for me. Um, some some would say it's Kobe for them. Mm-hmm. Some people might just say it's Kobe. Um, but, nah, it's LeBron for me. For okay. Sure. Yeah. I respect it. Yeah, Charlie. Charlie's a huge, huge we'll LeBron guy. Charlie would agree. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, when, um, so talk to us a little bit. What, when did you first start um, with the game of basketball? What, when did you first get started with it? Yeah, uh, well, I, since the day I was born, I've been around it. My mom was a coach. Um, so I remember early on, she was the head coach at a community college. I think my early years, like my early, early years, probably like the first three or four years of my life, she was a coach at a community college, head coach at okay. a shoreline, shoreline, actually. Oh, man, I, oh, okay. I'm an alumni. That's what's up. And then uh, she um, started coaching for Holy Names, was the assistant coach there. And um, my, little, my little sister's godfather was the head coach, Coach Lee. Okay. Yeah. So – just going, I'd been in the gym my whole life, just going to practice every day with her. Um, after school, going to practice, going to the games. Um, that was my early life. And then I, I started playing basketball. I think I think kindergarten was my first year. At oh, wow. Rotary, at Rotary, uh, playing on the little hoops and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just my parents wanted to get me in a lot of sports growing up. So I played basketball, football, baseball, ranch track so I just did everything when I was growing up so so I know you were a you were a big football star too coming up but was it was it always hoop for you or was there ever was there ever a time where you were like maybe I should pursue football or was it always basketball yeah no no uh, I tell people all the time I came close to quitting basketball um like seventh grade I say um because seventh grade I think was I wouldn't say it was a rough year basketball for me but I, I I would see players like we go to national tournaments, and I would see players who at the time were way better than me. Mm-hmm. It would like discourage me a little bit. But in football, it wasn't that way. Like in football, I was, oh. I was in the best. I was the best wherever we went. We played. Um, I played on a national select team. Uh, it was a. It's, it was called FBU. We were Team Seattle, um, and we out. We went out to Cali, Florida, played, and I was the best player on the field pretty much every game. Um, okay. So, there was a time where I definitely was considering not playing basketball anymore. Uh, but, you know, so I, I decided of, to stick with it. So. Well, I was going to say, what kind of brought you back to basketball? I mean, it sounds like, I mean, if you go out and dominate every day on the football field in these national tournaments, especially, yeah. like, was there something particular about basketball that kind of brought you back and was like, yeah, this is where, this is where I want to pursue my, uh, my athletic career? Uh, well, I would say what kept me with basketball was, I think like the the last tournament of my seventh grade year, we went to nationals, um, and we went to the we got to the final four of nationals, AAU nationals, and I remember I got a, a like a little write up or whatever you want to call it from a national youth scout or whatever, and it was encouraging. So, you know, I just decided to stick with it, even though at the time I was still more serious about football. And then uh, that summer, I hit a growth spurt, and then um, yeah, by the end of my eighth grade year. You know, that's when I started to 
you know, realize that, you know, it may be basketball. Um, so that's kind okay. of how I have it. Okay. Did you did you play defense too? Because we know you played quarterback, but did you play anything else? Yeah, my early years, I loved defense. Um, yeah, defense is the shit. Yeah, I wasn't afraid of contact or anything like that at all. I loved contact growing up. Um, but I would say by eighth grade, I didn't play defense as much because I was like six five, six six. So damn, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. By that age, I couldn't move. I was a DB, so I couldn't really move my feet too well against smaller receivers and all that on defense. So I stuck with quarterback. Uh, yeah. Up until eighth grade, though, I was I was on defense. Uh, in eighth grade, didn't you guys go to like uh, the national championship for football, like in Florida? Yep. Um, sixth grade, we lost in the semifinals. In Florida, seventh grade, we lost in the semifinals in Florida. Damn. Eighth grade, we finally made, uh, got over the hump. And, oh, no, no, my bad. Seventh grade, we lost in this championship. Oh, okay. Damn. Yeah, so then eighth grade, we played the team who we lost in the championship the year before, Broward County, Florida. We beat them in the semifinals. And then we played uh, Maryland in the national championship, Team Maryland, and uh, we lost. <clears throat> yeah. Who was on that team? Was JT on that team and everybody? Squad up. Um, man, that that team, that team on your team, yeah. Yeah, no, my team. It was me, Julian Simon, uh, who Ooh. just who just committed to yeah. USC. Uh, JT was the number one player in the country. Yeah. Um, Ameka, who's a top ten player in the country, and he's the number one receiver in the country. Uh, Will, who is going to commit to. USC, UW, one of those schools. He has a bunch of other schools that is in his top ten. Uh, Owen Prentice, who goes to O'Day, he's a four-star offensive lineman. Like we had, and there's like three or four more who like all are national recruits, including. And if if I stuck with it, if uh, Shane, who goes to Eastside Catholic, if he stuck with it, we both would have been national recruits, I believe. So yeah, we had a great we had a great team. Damn, that's a squad, man. It's good to hear because we always hear you know Seattle with basketball, but it's good to hear. We're putting out this, these football products, too. Um, well, yeah, uh, I'm going to ask you again about, about your mom. What, what was it like, like, you know, growing up with Rhonda as your mom, knowing, like, you probably hear all the stories and the tales how she's a legend. I mean, mm -hmm. she's in the Hall of Fame, Jersey retired, all that stuff. Uh, do you, was there any pressure with that? Do you feel or anything? Uh, no, I didn't feel too much pressure. Um, it, but it was, it was a little tough just because she was so hard on me growing up. You know, she's not very hard on me now. Uh, she really don't say too much now. She might give her a little piece now after a game or something. But when I was younger, you know, she she would, like, yell at me during the games and all that stuff, yell at me after the games, you know, just coaching me and all that. Um, mm -hmm. Or right. hard on me, you know, when we're working out, she'd be hard on me. But, you know, and I hated it back then. But, you know, it, it all helped and it all worked out, I mean, in the end. Um, but, you no, know, no, it was hard. But That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. Now she says that yelling for the referees, man. She's laying <laughs> off you and she's on her breath. Yeah. No, no, you, you're you're going to hear her. It's just not directed yeah. at you, but you're going to hear her for sure. Have you uh, ever seen, like, has she showed you her old, you know, games or highlight tapes or anything like that? Yeah, it's Have funny. You yeah, if you say that, uh, she just got a VHS thing um, a couple of weeks ago. So, like, a couple of days ago, she had a bunch of – because she has a bunch of tapes. So, a couple of days ago, she – was watching a bunch of tapes and it was like she had high school, she had college pro. Damn. And she showed me a Damn. she showed me a tape. It was her first, it's like her first or 
second conference game in college as a freshman, and she got in a fight. And it was it was no, nah, it was hilarious. <laughs> she got in a fist fight. It was crazy. Wow. <laughs> Wait, what, was that when she was? Damn, that was cr- did she win? Yeah, she now she hit the girl with a with a with a cold right. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's good stuff. Uh, you and your mom ever played one on one? Yeah, it was, it was a while ago. I think I was like 12 or 13. And you won? Uh, I think I think I don't remember how that ended up. It was at Holy Names. I remember that. Okay. We Holy Names. You know, we was playing. I don't remember who won that game, but I, I remember it was it was pretty competitive though. Uh, uh, mentioned Holy Name. Uh, what was your deciding factor on choosing O'Day? Was there any other high schools you thought maybe, or was it O'Day because of the house? Yeah, nah, it was O'Day for me all the way. Um, I'm not gonna lie, my high school choice really wasn't a choice for me. I, I kind of, I kind of yeah. was forced to go there. Yeah, but it's like me too. I feel you. I had no problem with it though. You know, I grew up around O'Day. I had been there all the time, so I didn't have a problem with it. But no, nah, I didn't even I didn't even visit any other schools. I don't even think I applied to any other high school. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Now I know your dad played football. Did your dad play basketball at O'Day back in his day at all? Nah, he he played a, a football only. He played well. He played football and soccer. Oh, football and soccer. Okay. Yeah. Um. So here's a question for you. Who would you say you think are three the three best O'Day athletes uh, of all time that you know of? Regardless of sport? Yeah, regardless of sport. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I would say – I would say number one would be Nate Burleson. Oh, Nate. Good okay, one. okay, good one. Um, I like it. Number two would probably be uh, who's a who's a pro? I probably put Miles Gaskin in there. Oh, I like it. Go yeah. dogs! Just because I watch Miles. And then uh, my all-time favorite O'Day athlete of all time is uh, his name Jory Fogerson. Yep. Okay. He played running back at O'Day like two thousand, probably two thousand four to two thousand eight, two thousand five, two thousand eight, mm-hmm. two thousand four, okay. two thousand eight. And yeah, he he babysitted me when I was a little kid, and he was like my buddy, like growing up. And I remember his, I think his senior year, I went to every single O'Day football game, home and away. So. Oh shit. Yeah, so he 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 was by he's by far my favorite athlete of all time at O'Day. Okay, um, so this question is kind of you know more broad than just uh, O'Day, but. Was there any like local players that you know maybe you looked up to growing up, or also local players that have helped you along your journey thus far, like Jamal yeah. or guys like that? Yeah, um, growing up with my mom being a high school coach, um, I went to a lot of high school games, watched a lot of high school basketball, um, boys and girls. So there's countless amount of high school basketball players, boys that I've looked up to growing up. But um, as far as players who have reached out to me and who I still talk to, uh, Jamal is a big one. Um, we text a lot, uh, text him all the time. Like he's a real big brother to me, I would say. Um, That's awesome. DeJounte Murray is one who, who I've talked to before and who I talked to. Zach Levine, mm-hmm. um, Spencer Ross. Um, those are all guys who have reached out to me. And, you know, I didn't even reach out to them. They reached out to me. And, That's dope. Know, 
taking me under their, taking me under their wing and you know giving me a lot of pointers you know and you know made it known that if I ever need help with anything um you know I can reach out to them whenever so oh Aaron Brooks he's another one Payton C- oh, Payton yeah. C- so, so yeah there's a lot yeah. You got to love that about the Seattle community, man. You know, mm-hmm. when, when you make it, whether it's overseas or pro uh, in the league, yeah, everyone always looks back, you know, looks out for each other, man. It's an awesome community. Um, but, yeah, obviously, so far, your high school career, man, has been pretty decorated. Uh, you, you got state player of the year, state championship. Unfortunately, this year, you didn't quite get it. But, uh, but you got time, yeah, time, Seattle Times player of the year, uh, Gatorade state player of the year. I know you want to get that national player of the year next year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, what so far, you know, your your few years at O'Day, what's it what's the experience been like, you know? Yeah. So far, sports yeah. wise. Yeah, it's been great. Uh you know, I've been to a state championship. Well, I've won state my first two years at O'Day. Uh first year being football, second year oh, being yep. basketball. Um you know, I've been to a state championship all three years. Um, this year we didn't get to, we didn't make, uh, win it, win it. But you know, it was a great season. Um, but as far as my whole sports career at O'Day and just overall time there, uh, it's been great. Uh, it's been better than I thought it would be. You know, I didn't think it would be bad, but you know, I didn't really, I didn't really know how good it would be. But this is, it's been, it's right. been great. Yeah. So, just the people there. Um, all the guys there, you know, all the brothers, we all, you know, everybody thinks it's kind of corny, you know, when you hear from about it from a distance, but uh, when you really are there and you are there every day and interact with people there every day, like it's a real thing and, you know, it's something you really can't explain. So I've really enjoyed my time there. That's what's up. I have a buddy who went to O'Day. Yeah, you, you might, you ever heard of Mitch Johnson? Yeah, no, nah, Mitch, um, Mitch is, he, yeah, I, oh, my he texts me all the time. Um, he's came and talked to us a couple times too, but yeah, I know Mitch. Yeah, man. It's a good dude. I'm happy. You know, he's doing big things with the Spurs, man. So yeah, he's out there working with, with five, with Dejounte. Yep. But uh, yeah, he's got a couple of those championships. So hopefully you get another one next year. Time up. Yeah. Um, go. You know, when you, when you see, Oh, sorry. There we go. When you see so much in the, in the Seattle community of uh, people transferring, you know, what are your thoughts about that? I'm pretty sure you never thought about transferring out of O'Day, but you see so much of it. How do you feel about that? Uh, you know, I, I think some people have, you know, legit reasons, um, you know, whatever it may be. You know, some – I mean, you don't know everybody's situation. Right. Um, so, you know, some guys might have a – they might just – they might be better off at that school. Um, you know, so I'm – I don't know everybody's situation, you know, sometimes it does get, it seems like it gets a little out of hand, but you know, it's never like, it's never been, well, at least since I've been in high school, I haven't experienced any super teams. I would say like every team I've played against has been beatable. Uh, So I don't really have any complaints. I think it's fun. Like when I see guys transfer to team up with other guys, or when I see guys transfer to a, a better school, like, I get excited because we get to like it's gonna be a better game, you know. Right. So yeah, I don't really have any negative thoughts about it, but. All right. Yeah. So, man, this this season was pretty. You know, Charlie went over your your accolades. Um, this year had to be a, a phenomenal feeling. Just 
I know basketball is a team sport, but you accomplished so much individually. Why don't you how did how do you feel about the the season you had like, individually? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I was proud of myself this season. Um, you know, I feel like we, you know, me we did, including myself, ran out uh, of gas kind of at the end. Um, but yeah, I set out. You know, I made a list of goals. I got them as my my home screen on my phone, all my goals. So I wrote them all down in my phone. You know, just looked at them every day. You know, just kept them in the back of my head. And, you know, I, I accomplished most of them this season. The ones I had for this season, I accomplished most of them. That's dope. So, yeah, I'm proud. Um, but, you know, it wouldn't happen without my coaches or teammates. Um, but I've also put in a lot of hard work. So just, you know, receiving all the accolades and awards, you know, it it, it kind of is a testament to the work. Right. For sure. For sure. Um, you know, being in Metro the last couple of years and probably, you know, you're probably one of the, you're probably, if not the, the one of the bigger names, you're the the biggest name. So you get, you probably get a packed crowd anytime you, you show up to the gym. What's the toughest place you've had to play at? Well, that's a good question. Um, I mean, you know, Blanchett, you can, yeah. we can just move on to the next question. Uh, actually, no, uh, Blanchett this past year was actually uh pretty tough I'm not gonna lie um I would say though the toughest place to play this year was probably Bainbridge at Bainbridge interesting okay just because really? that was a Tuesday in the beginning of the season and their whole school was there and it was mm. just like being on the island it's just like I don't know it's like depressing feeling it was raining like it just was depressing feeling walking in there <laughs> they actually they actually we only won by 10 points like they actually played us really really good and you know they just were super hyped up the whole school was there the crowd was loud you know but now nah, we played in a lot of tough environments this year i would say blanchett being one of them for sure you know that's how we do it at yeah blanchett man uh, so we'll we won by 20 though <laughs> man they're off that game yeah, they're off that game <laughs> Um, so who do you know being in Metro, you know, past few years, um, is this especially this year, like who do you have a favorite team that you like to match up with? And then do you have a like a certain like individual matchup or you're like, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, this is I gotta bring my super A game. Yeah, uh I I like yeah, I like playing, even though we lost all three games, uh I like I love playing Eastside Catholic. You know, because two of my or a couple of my best friends are on that team. Nolan yeah. and Shane, like, those yeah. are like my, my brothers. Like we stayed at each other's houses. We know each other since we was like little eight year olds. Mm -hmm. Like Shane's mom was my third grade teacher. Like we just were so tight. Oh, okay. We play with each other in the summer. So playing against them, like that's always fun. Just because whenever whenever us three is on the court, like like we know like it's not friendly. Like we talk a bunch of uh, talk a bunch of shit to each other. Right. We just like we we're all going after each other. Um but Garfield too. Um Garfield, you know, like the Se Seattle's so like small, so you know everybody, you know, you know right. everybody on that team, you know everybody, you know all the coaches. Yep. Um so yeah, it's just like you playing against guys who you've always played against kind of growing up. And so it, that's what makes it just even more fun because you know, everybody's giving it their best. Um but as far as players, um, I got a couple players I like matching up with. Um I would say, Chica, you know, you guys know Chica goes to Eastside Catholic. Oh, yeah. Chica and Duca. Yeah, Chica. 
Yeah, he he's probably the best trash talker I've played against, I think, all my years of high school. Okay. Really? Yeah, he's probably the okay. best trash talker. So it's always fun playing against Chica. Cause we we played together and we played together this past summer or last summer, and so we was cool playing together. But as soon as we, you know, O'Day versus Eastside, like right, we, right, nice to each other. Um, Tari was fun to play against all three times. He's fun to play against Shane, um, JT. Um, yeah, there was a couple others, but I would say those are the ones that come to mind at first. Okay. And kind of switching. Did uh, you did you ever uh, when you were? Oh, I was gonna say, did you ever um, in eighth grade? Did you ever watch Michael Porter play? Oh, you guys don't even know. I I knew about Michael Porter like before he was even thought about coming to Seattle. Like one thing okay. about me, one thing about me growing up is that I always knew who the top guys were in every class nationally. Like I paid attention to all that type of stuff. That's why it's crazy, like, right now, me being, you know, number top three player in my class, like, you know, I always looked up to guys, and I never really thought they would lead me, you know, to be in this position. But, nah, I remember Michael Porter playing um, when he was on the same team as Trey Young playing for Mocan. Yep. And, you know, I, I followed him that whole UIBL season where he just dominated, um, won the MVP of the league, I think, um, won Peace Jam. And then all of a sudden, I remember, I forget where I was going, but they had announced or it had been a rumor or something that he was coming to Seattle. And like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, are you like, what? Like, where's he going? I heard, you know, he was, he might've came to O'Day like he, or he was going to or something like that. So I was freaking out. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I watched a couple of his games in person when he was here. Um, and I watched a lot, um, watched a lot of them online and all that type of stuff. So yeah, I watched a lot of Michael Porter. And kind of, I was going to say, kind of switching from, like, the high school scene to more like the AAU scene. Um, you play, I know you played for Rotary, right? You played for Rotary for the past few years. Maybe talk, about, maybe talk about some of the uh, – some of your teammates that you played with there and then maybe some of the teams that you played against yeah. that are kind of notable. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, my first year – well, I've played for Rotary since, like I said, I started at Rotary. Like, my first ever basketball game was at the Rotary, so – um, I've been Rotary my whole life, um, but so coming up in the AAU program, we as when you come up in the AAU program at Rotary, like you just like the high school kids, like the high school teams to you, like when you're in third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, like those are gods to you. Like when you see them, right? Mm-hmm. And they got they get all the gear and stuff like that, and so you just think those guys are gods. So I remember my eighth my eighth grade year, I got a taste of it. Um, they let me play up with the 15 and 16 teams. Um, in the summer a little bit. So I went to L.A. with the 15s and Vegas with the 16s. So I got a little taste of it. But um, after my freshman year of high school, uh, the coach for the 17s, Coach Jamal, you know, he he had told me that he had wanted uh, me to play 17s. And that's two, that was at the time that was two years up. So, you know, I wasn't sure about it at first. You know, I wasn't sure. I was like, damn, man, that's that's two years up. Like, man, I had a good freshman season, but I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, you know, keep up. Da, da, da. But, you know, he was like, man, I believe in you. I think you can. So he put me on a team and uh, I played great in session one. So that just boosted my confidence. And I kind of just, you know, took off from there. Um, right. But playing with Jaden, McDaniels, Marcus, Noah, Raekwon. Uh, oh, man. All those guys are all great players. All of them, all of them in the Pac-12. 
on top of everyone else who was on the team. Um, you know, that was probably the most fun I've had on, the, on for an AAU season was that summer playing with those guys, being the young guy on the team. Yeah. But, but starting, you know, and being a second leading scorer, being a big contributor, you know, that was fun. I was going to ask, like, when you were, you were playing two years up, I was going to ask, did you start and how'd you play? But it sounds like you uh, more than held your own, huh? No, that was when I really realized that I could be good, like, on a national level was that summer, uh, playing like that, playing and being the second leading scorer and us actually making Peach Jam for the first time. You know, that's when I really realized I could be, you know, uh, a national recruit. Okay, but, so, yeah. so from that time, so compared, like, that year that you played two years up, comparing that to, like, your next year and then the year after, like, do you notice a big difference as far as yourself, like how you stand out on the court? I know oh, you yeah. stood out back then, but like as you get older, yeah, no. yeah, no, it was a huge difference. Each year it got bigger and bigger. So, yeah. But to answer your question about what you say, teams, uh, yeah, my freshman, my freshman year, uh, we played, all those guys are in the draft now. So we, we played Cole Anthony twice that year. Uh, I matched up with James Wiseman. I had to guard him the whole game. Oh, wow. Um, Big boy. Yeah. Uh, we played yeah, We played a bunch of guys. Um, who else we played that year? Uh, Tyrese Maxey on Houston Hoops. Mm -hmm. uh, we actually came back down from 18 and beat them, so that was a good game. Oh, okay. That's yeah. basically the whole projected lottery for this year's draft, huh? Yeah, no, I matched – yeah, every, all those players you can think of. I matched up in EYBL, and if it wasn't the EYBL, I matched up with him at USA. So I've gotten a good team for sure. Okay. okay. And then one thing I, I thought was interesting too, like um, you went so you went to the, the NBPA top 100 camp, mm -hmm. uh, and you want is that right? You want MVP for the camp? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Maybe talk a little bit about that experience and and kind of I mean it's probably similar to like your AAU, like the you know the same kind of caliber of players, but maybe talk about the camp in general and just how that experience was for you. Yeah, uh, that camp was that camp was long, man. That camp was in Virginia. It was like eight days. Damn, and it was it was a long camp. But is it eight days every day, back to back to back to back, all the way through? Yeah, the first two days though, it was just like film and classroom sessions. Like we didn't play the first two days. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, but now nah, that camp, that was the first last summer. That was the first summer that coaches could evaluate you at camps. So. You know, usually camps are known to be, you know, bad basketball, ball hogging, like more for the cameras than anything. Right. But coaches was there and so – and NBA scouts on top of that. So guys were really trying to play, you know, trying to, you know, show play their best. So that caused a lot more team basketball and uh, stuff like that. So me, you know, I'm a team player um, no matter where I'm playing at. Um, you know, I'm never going to ball, never going to be selfish. So I just really went out there and played my game. Uh you know, I played well. Um, I don't think I played a bad game there the whole time. Um, yeah, I just played well, played hard. And uh, the funny story about that camp was at the award show, or the not show, but the award ceremony at the end, they would have all the players sit in the stands because all the players got to be there. Mm -hmm. And so, like, they were giving out, you know, team awards for which team won the championship and all that and giving out a bunch of awards. And it was a real long ceremony. and the MVP, as always, is last or whatever. So the ceremony is probably like 45 hour long. So I fell asleep. <laughs> I was at the very top. 
I was at the very top. I fell asleep. I was sitting up in the stands real high, and I fell asleep. And I fell asleep. And then next thing I know, someone was tapping me on my shoulder. And then I look, I wake up, and everybody's like, everybody in the camps looked back at me, like the heads turned looking back at me. And I'm like, what? Like, and I'm just <laughs> why everyone's looking at me. And John Lucas is on the mic because he like ran the camp. So he's on the mic and he was like, man, Paulo, get down here, man. What are you doing? Huh? So I was like, oh, and at that point I realized I won something. So then, then it was MVP. And then I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> that was funny. All right. Um, you kind of you mentioned um, USA basketball a little bit. Um, and you, you, you had played, and so you'd done some camps or, like, some, uh, like, USA basketball workouts? Yeah, uh, training camps. Training camps, camps, that's right. Uh, um, tryouts. It was, it was reported um, that you were, you're looking now looking to represent Italy. Yeah, in, in, in FIBA competition. So kind of, kind of take us through that. Um, you know, I I I'm, I bring it up just because like being on USA basketball, obviously you see the history, you see all like you know Jordan, LeBron, Kobe, all the big names in USA history have, have played USA. What was the what was behind the decision to play for, in, in choosing to play for Italy, and what factors went into that decision? Yeah, yeah. Um... Well, first off, I just want to say I I love USA, um, mm -hmm. and I was I was I still am really grateful to be there to have gone there. Uh, that was a goal of mine um, since I first heard about their like junior program and all that. Um, and, you know, my mom played for Team USA, so that was a goal of mine. You know, from the jump, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I I achieved it. Unfortunately, I didn't get to make a team, but um, I was invited to several training camps and mini camps and all that, and been through the program. So I'm really grateful for that. Uh, but as far as the early decision, um, they had reached out to me like my sophomore year. They had reached out, uh, and they reached out to my dad, and he told me about it. But you know, I was at the time I was USA or whatever, so you know, I just heard it. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." It just kind of just kept doing my thing, and then um, yeah, as time got closer, or like more recently, uh, you know, I just. They had started talking to me more, and my dad was like, man, you should I mean, you kind of hear what they have to say, at least. So I was like, all right. And so I went, and I met with them. Uh, they came to O'Day. Uh, oh, damn. I also met with them on a separate separate occasion. And, you know, they kind of just told me how, you know, they would put me on the men's national team from the jump. Um, huh. It's the senior team. Damn. Playing with Delino Gallinari, Marco Bellinelli, all those mm -hmm. guys, all those pros. And, you know, as soon as they said that, I was like, oh, wow, like, okay. And then, you know, they just told me about all types of other stuff, like endorsement opportunities I could have out there, you know, how big of a, you know, just how big of a kind of celebrity or how just much bigger I would be out there, you know. And I just kind of thought about it and how I could play in, you know, like, well, next next year we have a chance to qualify for the Olympics. Right, right. So I could possibly play in three, maybe four Olympics uh, uh, um, over my lifetime. And that's guaranteed. You know, that's guaranteed. At USA, <clears throat> uh, when you're a pro, you, you got to get reinvited to the camp. When yeah. You're a pro, and then you got to go through tryouts again. And then you get placed in a pool. Yeah, yeah. So it's not yeah. guaranteed, you know. With Italy, it's guaranteed. I'm on the team. Um, 
you know, I got a spot, whatever, so I can just kind of focus on that now. Um, so yeah, after thinking about it a lot, I chose to go Italy. Um, but they also got a lot of other American-born players. Yeah. Um, on the team. Yeah. So that's what I was, was going to go to that next. It was uh, um, Dante DiVincenzo was one of them, and Nico Mannion. Mm-hmm. Are, are are you like are you you have any form of relationship with them and are are you guys all planning on playing next summer? Yeah. You know, get you know, health, everything permitting, you know, like with everything in the world and whatever you guys all have a plan to play um mm-hmm. next summer? Yeah, uh you know, for Italy, Italy uh, their vision is to have, you know, us kind of be the next like big three there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Gallinari and Bellinelli getting a little older, you know. Right. And Hackett just retired from national yeah. team, yeah. Yeah, so with those guys, you know, starting to get to the end of their careers, they see us as the next kind of three. Um, but, yeah, I do have a relationship with Nico. Um, you know, we text and talk. Uh, but not Dante. Nico has a relationship with Dante, so he talks to Dante. But I haven't right. talked to Dante yet. But, uh, yeah, I- I'm sure I will shortly, so. Okay, so man, next summer, you know, everything permitting, man, we're shit. We're excited to see you, you know, because in qualifiers, I think I I forgot where Italy's where they fall, but you have to tri- cool with the, uh, I think Angola, Dominican Republic, and Serbia, and they're good. Oof. Okay, so and then I don't know where Italy's qualifier is. Do you know by chance? Is it in Canada? I swear it was in. It's, uh, it's uh, I think it might be Serbia. It's somewhere out. There. It's somewhere in Europe, though. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was supposed to be out there. If it wasn't for the virus, I'd be out there in June. But mm. right, I think I pushed back a year. So okay. Um. So yeah, man, that's exciting. That's exciting. You respect your your decision, man. It's, you know, you you know, you create your own path. You know, you know. Obviously, the opportunity for you to be part of Team USA was there. But you just kind of want to, you know, you beat to your own drum, create your own path. So, yo, we respect it. That's that's dope. Um, man, again, we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. We got a couple more little quick hitters. You know, you can just give us a couple an- or one or two word answers. First thing that pops in your head. Um, what's your favorite restaurant in Seattle? Like sit down? Yeah. Or sit down? Yeah, sit down. Uh, favorite restaurant in Seattle? Uh, or you, you could say Dick's Cheeseburgers if you want. <laughs> yeah, I would, sit down. I would probably say like thirteen coins or something like that. Okay. But, but uh, as far as favorite, like just go to is probably like Ezel's or or Dick's. Okay. Yeah, that's dope. Said like um, a true, said like a true town, true, true town business. All right. So then, what's your uh? You know, I see I see you on Instagram. You guys got the you and your boys or Twitter, you guys got the little fit thing going on. Uh your little fit challenge, man. So but first, okay, we'll do this. What's your favorite off court shoe? Uh probably probably uh Jordan ones right now. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love ones, so ones. Okay. All right, then turn around. What's your favorite hoop shoe? All right, I'm ready for probably Probably Kyrie's. I would say Kyrie's are the most comfortable for sure, and they look good. So I'd probably say Kyrie's. Okay. What, what, what's your? Uh, let me ask real quick. What's your most rare sneaker? I know you got some some special exclusives over there. My most rare sneaker? Or just your? Yeah, I know you got something special. 
Uh, I got three pairs of undefeated Kobe's. Oh, those probably go for like eight hundred right now. Um, got three. I got three pairs of those. Okay. All the Nike Academy shoes I have, those are you can't find those anywhere just because those are only for the Nike Academy athletes, really. Uh, what size are you again? I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got some fives. I don't even know what they're called. They're called – they're, like, all black, but they're – I mean, I don't even really – I couldn't even tell you what they're called. Um, but I, I know they're exclusive, but I couldn't even tell you what they're called. Right. They're like black some, but they're, they're all black leather fives. So those are pretty exclusive. But. That's dope. Um, all right, we just got a couple more. Um, I think you mentioned earlier in the pod you talked about 2K. Is that your favorite game? Yeah, yeah. All right, 2K. who's your squad? Lakers, I assume? Uh, Lakers and LeBron? Yeah, that's cheesy. I say that's <laughs> cheesy. But if I, had to pick, if I had to pick a squad to go to, um, it'd probably be – I mean, I guess the Clippers are cheesy too, but the Clippers. Okay. That's what's up. I play more. I play more my player than anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's your rating right now? Ninety-five. Oh. <laughs> did you did you earn it or did you buy the uh, did you buy the coins? I mean, you can only buy the coins to get you to a certain spot. Right. So you, right. You have, to, you have to work to get to like ninety-five. Yeah. But okay. no, I didn't buy some VC though. I won't lie. <laughs> okay. Hey, I can... <laughs> it's all good. All right. Last name. Who's the uh, Seattle guy growing up? You've played everybody. You can play in the pro in, played pros. Um, who's the toughest player from Seattle you've ever had to guard? Uh, in a game, I would say – I would say Kevin Porter. KP? KP. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, KP was – we had to – we played him three times my freshman year. We we beat him once. Um, but, no, we had to come up with, like, crazy game plans every – no, well, the first game we didn't really have a game plan. He gave us thirty something. So in the next two games we had to come up with like we was running like it was like a matchup zone, but like everywhere he went there was two guys. Like it was crazy. So okay, probably the toughest player. Okay. Sure. Well, man, Paulo, this has been dope, man. That that's all we got um, today. Uh, man, we can't tell you enough how much we appreciate you taking the time. Um, to sit down with us, um, yeah, man, it, it's been it's been fun, it's been dope. Uh, guys, you got anything else for him? No, I, I was going to ask you this earlier, Paolo. Just out of curiosity, have you had a chance to go out to Italy at all? Like in your childhood? Like, is nah, there something? Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, no, this was going to be the year. June. Um, June was going to be when I was going to go and yeah. play. Uh, but no, so I'm planning on I'm planning on going before next summer. I'm gonna go. I'm trying to go at least one time before next summer, just to you know, you know, go look at the facility and like talk to everybody and just be out there. So I don't know when I'm gonna get. Maybe in the maybe in the fall, maybe sometime else. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna try and go out there at least one time before I go out there in the summer. So yeah, I was just curious if you've been out there to see the facilities and all that stuff. Yeah, no, but I know it's in like the mountains though. It's like. Isolated. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Damn. That's crazy. <laughs> it's going to be exciting, though. Yeah, for sure. And we're looking yeah. forward to it, man. Like Once again, man, we're, we can't thank you enough, man. Thank you again. Man, we're wishing you good health. Stay safe during this crazy time. And 
Oh, man, we'll be talking to you soon. But to our fans, uh, please follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and f subscribe to our YouTube channel, man. BTST, best player in the country, Paulo Banchero. We're signing out. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah, thank you.